Hello and welcome to the K Squared Sports Podcast. I'm Kyle Weisker and I'm joined by my great friend and a member of the Mount St. Joseph football team. Although he is just the kicker, so don't get too excited. Mr. Kyle Farson. Kyle? Thank you, Kyle. Um, I hear you're the stellar athlete as well. I will have you know I am a champion dodgeball player. Well, that's great. Uh, I'm happy to be here. Yeah, well, we can go down to the gym. We can we can battle it out down there after this. But in the meantime, let's talk sports. Final fours this weekend. We have the Duke Blue Devils versus the North Carolina Tar Heels in uh, what should be a, an epic matchup. I'm, I can't tell you how excited I am for this, how fitting this is. This should be... Should be a lot of fun and, and a great matchup. Should be a good chance for Duke to uh, get some revenge. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty crazy how, how it all happened. Um, I don't think anybody really predicted that UNC would, would make it this far. Um, but, yeah, it's, it really is just a blockbuster matchup. I mean, and then the other matchup with Villanova and Kansas, that's another one. Just all four just great, you know, basketball programs that um, have a lot of history and a lot of tradition so it'll be really exciting this weekend you know all credit really goes to hubert davis for north carolina he has done i think an unbelievable job uh i don't i don't know how high the expectations were for north carolina this year with roy williams retiring but he has come in he has really really taken that pro taken charge of that program and it's it's impressive yeah i would agree um yeah just another i just want to you know it's amazing to see UNC make it this far after, you know, not like having a newer coach and um, a lot of change in the program. I, th- I think last was it last year, two years ago. Past couple of years haven't been, you know, up to par with mm-hmm. what they what they should, what they want to be what producing. UNC so. is famous what for. The, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's it's great to see them back in the position that they should be in. Absolutely, and um, but ultimately, I, I think. I mean, you have four true blue bloods uh, of the of the game in this Final Four, and you know Kansas and Villanova, who I think uh, Jay Wright is the single best coach in the game right now. But uh, ultimately, I, I truly think Duke is going to pull away with this, and uh, Coach K is Coach K is going to go out on top, and uh, that might just be wishful thinking because. I do have a friend who will owe me lunch if Duke wins, but yep. uh, <laughs> so I, I also happen to know that friend. So yeah, we'll yeah. We'll, we'll hold them up to that. Oh um, yes, and uh, I can eat. So <laughs> so are you saying your predictions are uh, Duke winning over UNC and then Duke in the final? That's yes. Who do you, I, who do you have in the uh, in the final for that? So in my bracket, I have I have Duke facing Villanova. If I had to do wow. it all over again, I think I would change that. I, frankly, I think Villanova has some weak points right now. Gillespie has been kind of banged up, and uh, just hasn't hasn't really been himself. I noticed. Uh, would you agree? Right. I, yeah, I do. I've in the games I've watched, I've I've just seen him. Yeah, he just doesn't seem like he's a hundred percent. Exactly. After, oh, who did they play in the? In the Elite Eight or the Sweet Sixteen, where he did he did have like a pretty big injury. Was yeah, it Houston or was it? I no, it wasn't it Houston. Was. Um, anyways, he did he did get you know pretty banged up, but like you said, um, hindsight is always twenty twenty, yeah, isn't it? You you always well, want to go back better and say, than anybody. <laughs> I should have picked this. I should have picked that. Like, so yeah. Anyways, my, my prediction is are similar to yours. I th- I think Duke's gonna beat UNC. I think Villanova, uh, I'm taking Villanova over Kansas. 
So Duke Duke Villanova final, and I think it's going to be a really good matchup. I th- but I think Duke uh, Duke and uh, Coach K are going to come out on top. So. I agree. I know it's been talked about so much, but you know, I could I could just talk about it for for days. The the run that St. Peter's had this year, you have to say it, it it's the greatest. It's in my opinion, the greatest uh, Cinderella story in the history of this tournament it was unbelievable. Oh, one hundred percent. I think by by the time everybody's bracket was busted, the whole nation was was rooting for him, especially against UNC. I mean, a lot of people it was, uh, a lot of people were torn on whether they wanted to see a Duke UNC Final Four matchup or if they wanted to see St. Peter's make continue to make history. Yeah. I personally wanted to see him, you know, continue to make a run and see how far they would go, but. I definitely did too. Yeah. I, I definitely, you know, it, just all the credit to uh, to their coach. He, unbelievable job he did. What a what a story. Um, shifting gears a little bit, Xavier. What an impressive run they made in the yeah. NIT, winning their Jack first. Nungy. Yeah, winning their first champ, winning their first NIT championship in I believe it's sixty four years. I think so. I think it was nineteen fifty eight. So yeah, unbelievable, an unbelievable job that. Uh, um, Coach Hayes did uh, in the interim role. Yep. It, what a run! Um, I don't know. So obviously Xavier has has gone with uh, Sean Miller as their as their new coach. I don't know. Do you think possibly they should have seen how they did in the in the NIT and and maybe made the decision at a later time? Well, I mean personally, I think they. Wanted to fill the fill the position as soon as possible, because um, you don't want a lot of a lot of your players to transfer and jump ship because they don't have a they don't have a solid coach. Um, and I, do, I, I while I, I agree that uh, Coach Hayes did a really good job, um, I, I think they really just didn't know they didn't expect it. So right, they they wanted somebody that that was pretty you know solid in there. So well, and if you have the chance to get Sean Miller, who obviously is one of the right premier coaches in, in college basketball, you, you have to take the chance. Exactly. You're right. So, so. You want to talk Reds? Yeah. Right. Yeah, let's talk, talk Reds. Reds. Uh, I don't know. Uh, obviously, I'm excited for baseball season. Yep. I always am. It's it's my favorite sport. Um, but this year, uh, I don't know. I think it's going to be a long season. You think so? Yeah. I, you know what? I uh, I've become a little more optimistic. I was I was very upset about the uh, the Winker trade to the Mariners to see two you know big uh, Cincinnati names go um, in uh, Suarez and Winker, um, but I wish the best to them, obviously. But I really I really feel optimistic about these new guys. Um, Jake Fraley. I mean that just sounds like a baseball name, doesn't it? <laughs> It, Tommy Pham. Tommy Pham. Tommy Pham from the from the from the Padres picked him up in free agency. So, I, I mean, we have we have some we have some weapons. We, I mean, we already have you know obviously Joey Votto, um, Jonathan India, exactly. Is weapon. Rookie so, of the year, yes. who I think is just an unbelievable you know, talent. I hope we have him for a long time. He he can he can flat out hit. Yeah. So there's a couple things to be excited about. Of course, and we got Hunter Green, who Green. I I believe is going to make the opening day roster. Um, he, so obviously there are reasons to be somewhat optimistic. I, I think we're, we're seeing a team right now who is in an identity crisis, really. They don't know what they want to be. Right. Do they want to 
dump payroll and and do a complete rebuild, or do they want to compete right now? And I think they need to make that decision. Right. It seems like there's a lot of angry fans out there um, that think you know the owners need to sell the team or they need to to put more money into it. Um, well, the biggest indicator that you're you're seeing of that. I, I, I don't know if I've ever heard of this before. There are still tickets for opening day available. That's yeah, that's insane. Uh, it's unbelievable. Um, but like I said, you gotta be you gotta be optimistic as a Cincinnati sports fan. Um, you have to. I mean, there's there's no way you can go through it without you know. You can you can say uh, that like we're not gonna do that well all, all you want, but at, at the end of the day, you're gonna I'm gonna watch them. You're gonna stick with them. You're gonna of wear your, your Reds gear. You're gonna wear your Bengals gear. Um, you about done for the Reds? You want to talk about the Bengals? Yeah, All I right. think we we should definitely um, talk about that. This uh, just in. I just saw on Twitter, um, Carson Palmer was just hired as the uh, Bengals QB coach. How do you feel about seriously? that? Seriously, that's unbelievable. Uh, wow. <laughs> I I didn't think I'd ever see the day where Carson Palmer would have anything to do with the Cincinnati Bengals anymore. And then let me also just check the date on that. Oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's April Fools. When, when we're, we're recording this on April Fools, I just saw that on Twitter just before we uh, just before we started recording this. So I thought that'd be a funny joke to add in there. Um, but yeah, let's talk free agency in a serious serious mindset. No, all jokes aside. What do you think? I am I'm happy. You know, for the first time, I think in my life as a Bengals fan, I am optimistic going into the season. I don't know if that's uh, necessarily a good thing. <laughs> yeah, um, it's it's good. I mean, I think I think they're doing one of the best. Like, they're definitely top ten in free agency this year. They um, being able to get you know Leo Collins, um, I forget, I forget his first name, Karras, Ted. and then Ted Karras, and then who's the third one? Is Alex it? Kappa. Alex Kappa. So, I mean, they got all of them for cheaper than the Dolphins got Taron Armstead. So, I mean, what do you think about that? I mean, it. Everybody wants. I mean, Cincinnati's to, a hot spot now. What you have you to give all credit to uh, Duke Tobin and and Zach Taylor. Yeah. And of course, Joe Burrow. Joe who Burrow. Is, I mean, he is one heck of a recruiter. Right. He is. I mean, Cincinnati's finally you know a fun place to play. Absolutely. Um, I mean, you're guaranteed to to win games now. Um, you have a great you know franchise quarterback. Um, a very very promising offense. And now with an offensive line, you're just even stronger. So. Yeah, yeah. The, you know, offensive line, obviously, obviously they needed to retool it, and and to their credit, they have. They have done that spectacularly. I think. Yeah, um, I would agree. You know, one of the benefits of, of playing in Cincinnati, you are playing in. I think, I honestly think, the best division in football. You're playing against Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. Uh, you're playing against. Pittsburgh and that unbelievable defense. Obviously, we you know we know they signed Mitchell Trubisky as their as their quarterback, and you know that gives some people Little reasons to yeah. think that they may not be as dominant as they have been. But uh, you know they still have T.J. Watt. I think they're going all in on on Tyron Matthew and now, trying to sign him. Wh- what do you think would happen there? Um, could you see a possible, you know, you know how Andy Dalton went to the went to the Bears, he he was like named the starting quarterback, and then when they went the draft, the Bears drafted Justin Fields kind of out of nowhere. Do you think that'll you think that'll happen with you think the the Steelers will take, they'll say Trubisky's going to be their quarterback, and then could you see them 
drafting somebody. Yeah, I definitely it's, could. I hope I, it's not Desmond Ritter. But, I uh, I hope it is not Desmond Ritter. I I would not I would not like to see that. Yeah, I um, think it would. I think a whole lot of people. I, in this I would city like to would see. Uh, we've we've talked about Malik Willis from yes. from Liberty. I I hope they take him. He I mean he seems like a great athlete, great guy. Um, what about just, Kenny Pickett? Kenny Pickett would be very good for for Pittsburgh, being from from Pitt. So. Anybody but Desmond Ritter, I'd be I'd be happy with. I mean, um, no disrespect to anybody else, but I just don't want to see my one of one of the Bearcats go. I know. You know, what's really fun to see with the Bengals this year is this is the first time I can remember that you do not have to draft, you do not have to uh, make your draft selection this year based on need. You can right. you can simply take the best player, best available player at any position. This semester, yeah. whatever you or this this draft, whatever you want to yeah. go with. I think you could definitely bolster the uh, the DBs. I think you could definitely you could definitely get a corner. Um, and I think this is a pretty strong corner corner draft class. Um, you could probably probably up the defensive line a little bit if you could get one one alignment to add some depth in there. I think that'd be great too. Receivers were obviously good. Yes, I think running backs were pretty good, and Joe Mixon and then Chris Evans. Samaj so P. I think they're I think they're solid. I think it's a solid rotation. One final, you know, one thing that I was a little sad to see was uh, Uzama. Uzama. I, I was sad I, to see that too. That's. But I wonder, do you think if we just look at at the tight end position, do you think we're better off with Caden Hurst? I think skill wise, I think so. I think he's also a very good. I think he. I don't know if he'll fit exactly fill the shoes completely of C.J. Uzama in the locker room, but I think he's yeah. he's a great guy. I think he's gonna fit right in. Uzama's leadership skills. Uh, is it was it was great. It to was see. unbelievable. It was see. great to see. He was unbelievable. He yeah. was really kind of the heart of of what the Bengals yeah. uh, did in the postseason. It was, I completely agree with that. And you know, we I, I am very sad to see him go. Yeah. yeah. Hope you hope him the best, like just like Winker. Hope yeah. we, we always hope him the best. He, he, I mean, he was a pioneer for for everything that happened. I think he might have been the like longest tenured on the Bengals last year. Well, with, Kevin mean, Huber. And well, Kevin Huber, you're right. And Clark Harris. How could how could I forget Kevin Huber as, yeah, as a specialist? That, yeah. Oh, you gotta be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> yeah, that's that's bad for the brand. So let's talk predictions. What do you think for the Reds? Well, I hate to say this, I'm predicting them to finish ten games under five hundred okay. this year. I'm thinking slightly over five hundred, third in the central, and I think there's a possibility. I'm I'm very optimistic in this, but I think there's a possibility they might be able to squeeze into a into a wild card spot with uh, I think is it four, is it fourteen games get to go now? Uh, yes, it, I believe is that, so. Is that what it is? So. Yeah, I am so excited about the Universal DH though. I am too. I'm uh, I'm I'm excited to see that. I think it'll add a little bit more excitement to, to baseball. Yeah. I feel like baseball, you know, with our generation, I feel like baseball is a lot less interesting for a lot of people to watch and sit there and watch a you know three hour game and rather than other, like compared to other sports. Yeah. Um. So I th- I think that'll add a lot of uh, you know. I a think lot of you are. I think you are wildly optimistic, by the way. But you, you got to think. I mean, we have some good some good talent, and I think that you know our our starting rotation isn't isn't you know ter- it's not what it it has been. But I think I think it's it's decent, and I think you know I, I can't I can't see you know 
I, I feel like the NL East with, with you know, the Phillies, the Mar- like Braves, I think that's absolutely stacked. I think they're going to take at least one of the wild card spots. But, I mean, like, any, I feel like anything could happen. I don't know. I, I mean, well, you, you, can't, you can't count them out, like, out just right. yet because you, you saw what happened with the Bengals. But, I mean, they, they did have a lot more talent than – I was going to say, I was a lot more have, optimistic but. about the Bengals going into the season only because, you know, you had Lamar uh, – Jesus, Jamar Chase. Yep. And um, obviously Joe Burrow healthy. So, obviously, I was much more optimistic about the uh, Bengals going into last season yeah. than I am about the Reds right now. So, what do you think about the Bengals for 2022 record-wise? Well, I, I saw yesterday the line right now is nine and a half. Nine and a half games they're going to win. Really? I, I think I, w- I would take the over on that. I would, I would think the over on that. Looking at their schedule, I think I think they play some teams that they could definitely beat. I I'm gonna predict eleven wins. Eleven wins. I was I was saying twelve and seven. I think first first in the north. Um, twelve and five. You think twelve? Seventeen game season. Seventeen. I, I for some reason I thought it was a nineteen game season, but um yeah I'm thinking yeah first in the AFC North and then AFC champs and I'm, I'm another optimistic Super Bowl you, champs. You are wildly optimistic. Yeah. Well, I know you are very excited about something going on in the soccer world. Yes, uh, I'm trying to keep keep uh, keep tabs on it yeah. as as we record this. Um, obviously, I have no idea about this mainly because I don't I don't follow soccer. So maybe you can enlighten me. Yeah. So um, the USA on Wednesday officially made their uh, their World Cup. They they qualified for the World Cup for the first time since 2014. So. That's very exciting as a as a soccer fan. Um, there's a ton of ton of youth, ton of young guys that have never been to the World Cup before. So I'm extremely optimistic for that. Um, and they're they're currently doing as we record this, they're doing the the drawing for for who they're going to play, what group they're going to be in, um, and that'll be in the fall. So in Qatar, so it'll be it'll be pretty exciting to see that. Hopefully, hopefully we'll be able to do a little better than we have in the past. Um, make it through to the knockout stage and and on on through there so we'll, we'll we'll try to keep tabs on that and i'll try to try to give kyle some knowledge as to what so we can have an actual discussion when it comes to soccer fascinating so <laughs> you know i just don't I, i've never been able to get into soccer a sport yeah. that can end in a zero zero tie is not a sport for me yeah so. well I, ju- I just love how you know it's it's a worldwide you know classic sport and like it's it's a way to connect with people all around the world um, I, I love how there's there's you know superstars from all countries. You know we talk we talk about all these sports, baseball, football. There's only you know select few of few countries where where there's many stars that come out of out of where the, where they're coming from. Um, and then basketball, obviously, there's there's a lot a lot more inter, of international pool for that. Well, in baseball, but you have players from, I mean, especially the uh, like Dominican. From, yeah. You know Cuba, right? Uh, all those. And I think it, it is grown in Japan. There's a lot yeah. of. There's a lot of. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So there's. And and the NFL obviously is is very popular. On the international uh, level, football is very popular. Especially you see the games in London every year. It's really grown in popularity. We're going to see games in Germany this year. So yeah, definitely has exciting. international appeal. Right. Well, I think that's all the time we have for the first edition of the K Squared Sports Podcast. Thank you so much for listening and tune in next time.